Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. It is a new week, and I am so excited to share this week's episode with you because I'm speaking with ozonaut Micah Lau, and he's explaining in simple terms how ozone therapy improves your body's intake and use of oxygen, how it activates your immune system, increases energy and stamina, and improves cognitive and athletic performance. Now, ozone is one of the most misunderstood oxidative molecules out there. I have to confess, I honestly didn't know a lot about it until I went to Dave Asprey's 7th Annual Biohacking Conference, and once I was there, I was quickly brought up to speed, and I had to have Micah on the show to tell you about it because it's just this incredibly strong oxidant that alters your body at a cellular level and helps your mitochondria make more antioxidants. So essentially, you're bringing your entire body into balance. You're healing things like chronic Lyme, even minor infections like ear infections or styes. The amount that ozone can treat is incredible. And it's not just for the body. There's actually this whole world of ozone that you can dive into. There's ozone for municipalities, winemaking, pools, hot tubs, you name it. But in this episode, we're focusing solely on the health benefits and Micah is guiding us through all of that. So I'm so excited to share this information with you. I guarantee you there's going to be some things in here that you didn't know before that's going to up-level your game, that's going to help you be healthier, and then you can pass that on to your friends and family, uh, which I think is just so cool. So I'm so excited to share this with you. As always, if you enjoy this episode, please share it out to the people that you love. And thank you so much for taking 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy this episode with Micah Lau. Micah, I'm so glad that you're here on the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you got going on and yeah, to talk about ozone therapy. Yeah, well, that's that's what we have to start on because I think for the mass amount of people out there, they don't really know what it is. So to kind of give them a primer on you first, how the heck did you get into ozone therapy? Yeah, so it started um, in my teenage years because of my dad. So my brother was diagnosed with a terminal brain cancer and um you know, he went through Johns Hopkins and the whole conventional system. And, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that they do that is pretty experimental, but really harms your quality of life. And, you know, looking into it a little bit further, a lot of it didn't make sense. He, you know, was kind of elaborate for uh, researchers at some points. And so that kind of pushed my dad 
to be interested in what else was out there, what alternatives are there, um, and not even necessarily natural at that point, just seeing like, hey, is there stuff out there that we just don't know about or, you know, we're not into? So um, there was this nurse that came to our church and was telling my dad about, hey, uh, in Africa, they're using this thing called UBI to get rid of like serious infections that are like life-threatening and acute or chronic or whatever it was. And he's like, oh, that sounds like bogus. Ultraviolet light exposed to blood curing like severe infection sounds a little bit crazy. But he looked into it and found, oh, wow, there's actually some pretty interesting research on this. Um, there was a lot of really cool stuff. So anyway, my father, great man, uh, looked into naturals. I started working for him at the same time I was doing nursing. Uh, I was an EMT for a little bit, uh, just pretty much an intern kind of deal. But it gave me a lot of perspective on the two different paradigms of kind of natural um, medicine or alternative medicine versus the paradigm of like conventional. So conventional is more, I mean, as probably everybody knows, it's about masking symptoms. It's about keeping people within the symptom, within the system. It's not designed to get people out of their system. It's designed to get people on drugs. There's issues, more drugs. Let's keep uncovering. Let's keep uncovering that kind of thing. So I, I was getting a pretty clear insight into that. And obviously emergency medicine is great, but as far as the nursing side of things, and I was also at a pharmacy. So, it was, you know, it just wasn't lining up to me, especially as I had the opportunity working for my dad to talk to dozens of doctors every day. I was handling phones, just kind of doing some of the business admin stuff and sales and whatnot. So it really just shifted my paradigm from uh, kind of what I was learning in school to more how can we really get people better? Uh, and then at that point, uh, I talked to a lot of doctors about ozone therapy. Uh, it was used in combination with the UBI, the ultraviolet light I just mentioned. And uh, yeah, I basically broke into that and became really interested with it, started researching it, started uh, working with equipment, trying to make things less expensive. Um, so that that was kind of my entry into ozone therapy in our first year. Um, you know, things were really busy. So it was good. And encouraged me to go down the road. And now today it's like, uh, pretty much every day there's another review or somebody emails and says like, Hey, this changed my life or, mm. or this really made a difference. So it's really uh, affirming and, you know, people feel enough so that they need to reach out and just let, let me know. It's really cool. Yeah. Usually it's only the negative that people take, you know, the 30 seconds to leave the review. So for that to, to come through in a positive way, I mean, it really is impacting lives, but I don't want to get too far ahead of us. Do you, was there was there a moment when you were doing this research on ultraviolet light and then the ozone that you knew that something in your life was going to change? Did you feel something? Um, <laughs> you know, it was kind of a progressive thing. So it wasn't, I, I think that, well, the one thing, it was more the, the other paradigm that really, it was just like, that doesn't make sense to me. And it was, I've used this story a number of times, but I was talking to one of the pharmacists and it was about metformin, which is a medication for diabetes. So, and I had just read um, the type two diabetes breakthrough by Frank Schallenberger, which was about how he was reversing type two diabetes. So I, you know, and I wasn't too sure about it, but it kind of piqued my interest. So I asked like, Hey, we're kind of just putting these people on a medication and saying, just titrate up for the rest of your life and mediate uh, some of the symptoms of diabetes. Um, but eventually it's, you know, a disease that's going to take you and there's nothing we can do about it. So my question was, um, so we do know that lifestyle and some other things have an impact on type two diabetes. And I understand people don't get there intentionally. They might be born predisposed. There's a lot of factors, 
But we definitely know that lifestyle changes and some of those other things at the very least are going to be immensely, immensely positive. And then on top of that, there's some interventions like ozone therapy uh, that have been helpful for it. So my question was, if we know at the very least lifestyle, we agree on that, right? That that's going to help type 2 diabetes. Why are we just giving people a lifetime of medication and saying, you know, just go home, take this, take more uh, as time goes on. And that's really it. And I, I can't, I don't think I phrased it quite that way, but she basically said, we don't have a cure for type two, but diabetes in the form of a pill. And it's like, uh, so you're waiting on a drug to happen for mm-hmm. what is mostly a lifestyle um, issue, right? It, it's primarily a lifestyle issue. And I know it gets tough to reverse and there's a lot of factors, but that's a, that's a huge part of it. Right. So I was like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So that opened up my, the world of natural medicine a lot more. And, uh, you know, getting to the root of the problem, addressing lifestyle changes and that kind of thing. Um, as far as specifically ozone therapy and UBI, your question was, how did I know, like, this was kind of a turning point for my life? Oh, man. It still feels a little bit uh, surreal. Like, I mean, the amount of people that I'm working with now that um, just a lot of really talented, really cool people. Um, so I, I don't know. It's kind of like it's always turning a quarter every you know, four or five months. My job is constantly changing, which is kind of exciting. Um, Pretty much every six months, I have a totally new, new thing that I'm doing. And lately, it's been like more oriented towards creating a platform for people to work on, and then just plugging people into the right spot. So that's, that's a really cool position, because it's giving people opportunity for work to help people. And most people within the company have come from a place that they were unhealthy and needed ozone therapy, and were actually helped by it. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I love that. I love that. And you sound like a person that needs like constant stimulation. You need to be challenged. You need something new. Like a nine to five for you would be just crushing to your soul. It, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you be, mean by nine to five. I mean, there, there's a lot of interesting aspects to entrepreneurial adventures too, because it's like, there's a lot of risk. Um, you know, if you're making 120K a year, that's like having a a business that's doing million and a half, you know, or something like that, depending on your business model. But yeah, I, I really am piqued by just constantly learning and doing new things and and that kind of stuff. It's just, I think in, in our blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. What is ozone therapy? Because I think you, most people who hear ozone, they think of like the ozone layer, like they don't, they don't even know what it is. So what is it? Please give us a primer on ozone therapy and who in particular really benefits from it. Yeah, well, you mentioned the ozone layer. So that's the layer of ozone gas around the atmosphere, uh, keeps the harmful radiation out of the earth. But that's not what we're talking about. There's also ozone as a pollutant, which is ground level ozone that's been introduced by like uh, emissions and carbons and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, That's also what we're not talking about. Uh, Yes, it is ozone gas, which is a molecule O3. But in those environments, they're, they're very different. And we're using a pure medical grade ozone and oxygen mixture has no impurities in it. And when it's applied in small doses, it can be quite safe and and effective for a lot of different things. Uh, Chronic disease is the most common uh, reason people are using it. Cancer, Lyme, autoimmune, which would be like rheumatoid arthritis or, you know, things of that nature um, and infectious diseases. Uh, Mold toxicity is, is an up and coming thing too. People are using it for that. And it's, it's quite, uh, it's pretty helpful for those things. Uh, And I know we'll get into it more, but then the other side of it is preventative care. Um, 
So it's primarily used as a prophylactic. So preventing disease, preventing reoccurring disease, um, just optimizing uh, your body for athletics or just health or whatever you want to do there. So yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying to get into the shoes of the listener. They're, they're listening to this. Okay. That sounds good. But like, what actually does it do in the body? Why is it preventative? Why is it so healing for things like mold, which, you know, some people have get mold or they have Lyme's disease and they can never get rid of it. They're always debilitated. So what is different about ozone that so many other pills and pharmaceuticals can't touch? Yeah. And I should also preface with, we're not talking about one method of application. Ozone therapy is actually a pretty broad category. So it can be used as rectal insufflation, which is the best way for people to do it at home. In the doctor's office, uh, they'll pull out 60 cc's of blood, mix it with the ozone gas, and then drip it back into the patient. Um, there's ear insufflation, which is good for ear infections. It's indicated for just general head issues. Um, so th there's, there's a lot of different ways it can be applied. And based on the tissue that it's exposed to, it's going to have a different response. So like drinking ozone water, there's no evidence that it really does anything. Um, other than for maybe a stomach infection like H. pylori or something of that nature. But um, there's not a whole lot of evidence. A lot of people do it. A lot of people talk about it. There's a lot of misinformation out there saying like the 100 benefits of drinking ozone water. There's no research on it, though. It's purely just anecdotal, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I don't have like I think it's safe. I would do it if I had a, a gut issue or something of that nature. But that being said, it's applied in a lot of different routes. And what we're primarily talking about for preventative care for chronic disease is a systemic treatment of ozone. And there's only a few ways you can do that, or a few categories. There's rectal insufflation, vaginal insufflation, and then something to do with an intravenous method. And there's a lot of different protocols, but those are the three primary categories. And so what it's doing in the body is, I think to put it more simply, is that it's causing the body to self-balance. And so it's causing a state of homeostasis. And how it's doing that is it really helps with immune modulation. So that's um, helpful for whether you have autoimmune, which is your immune system attacking itself, or you're immunosuppressed, you have an infection, you have cancer, something that you need to boost your immune system. So what ozone therapy is able to do, it's actually able to modulate that cycle and kind of keep it, keep it a little bit more balanced. So it's not necessarily just an immune boost. Um, it helps with metabolic efficiency. Uh, that's really important. So that's how well we're utilizing oxygen that we're breathing. As we get older, you can actually see a decline in how well we use oxygen and starts rather than turning oxygen into fuel to, you know, uh, for, for all the things that it does, it's, it's the metabolism, it's super complex, but uh, rather than turning it into fuel, um, it starts to misuse the oxygen and that kind of throws wrenches into the system which is not good because that accelerates the process of aging. Kindred bravely came to life in 2015 by Deanne Akerson, a mom of two, when she couldn't find any comfortable and functional pajamas to wear. As moms, we have to stick together, which is where Kindred comes from. And bravely, well, being a mom can be tough. It is definitely not for the faint of heart. Kindred bravely is devoted to making life easier for pregnant and nursing moms, from breast pads and non-skid socks to nursing bras and the most comfortable pajamas that I've honestly come across. And they use a lot of bamboo fabric in their clothing line, which I adore because it is so supple and so soft. Um, you really have to feel it to understand. And perhaps most importantly than her clothing is Deanne's mission to build a community of moms who support and celebrate each other. In fact, behind the scenes, Kendra Bravely employs more than two dozen work-at-home moms who share Deanne's mission and values. If you'd like to try out Kindred Bravely for yourself, be sure to use my code UNSTRESS20 to save 20% off your purchase at kindredbravely.com. 
it accelerates uh, chronic diseases, you know, all that kind of thing. So it can help raise the metabolic efficiency, which is helpful for anti-aging, for chronic diseases where you're not using oxygen well. Um, has somewhat of a detox effect depending on where it's being used. Um, there, it, it, you'll, you'll go online and you'll see a lot of different things that it's able to do. And the reason for that is because it's addressing these really fundamental systems of the body. So if you go online, you might notice that there's like, well, it's doing this, that, and the other. And the reason that can be true is because it's addressing kind of some of those underlying things and just helping the body to perform better. Kind of like when you exercise, it, to say that it's doing one or two things is not very accurate, right? It's just your your whole system is operating better and it's going to run more efficiently. So does that help give an overview? Yeah, absolutely. And we definitely have a lot of mothers tuning in. So when you said ear infection, like immediately I went to that. But you said that the best methods are through your cavities, basically. And I think a lot of people, when they first hear that, they're like, what? I don't, I don't know about that. So can we normalize that and and get people, because whether you go to the doctor or that you do it at home, those are those are still like the most preferred ways, right? To get it into a systemic overflow into your body, right? Yeah. And I think the reason is it's because it's the easiest, it's the least expensive. Um, so for those reasons, it's kind of favored. Uh, but yeah. I mean, can I normalize that for people? Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I I'm around all the time. So it's like, for me, it's just kind of normal conversation. Um, I, what I always say is, Hey, it's not glamorous, but it's effective. So if you've got something <laughs> that you're trying to improve or get rid of, um, you know, just kind of get over it. <laughs> it's worth the shot. Um, a lot of the equipment out there from multiple different companies, you can always return and get a full refund on it if it doesn't work. So you know, if you got something going on, give it a shot. I mean, it's, nobody's going to know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know right. You'll just start feeling better. <laughs> so would you recommend someone who's interested, like they've been, they've had like gut issues or they just aren't feeling their best to go to a doctor's office first to try it out? Or would you think getting a system for your, a kit for your home is the best route? What's what, how do you get people into ozone therapy to see if it will work for them and then to get more comfortable with it? Cause it is something I think is so new to people. Yeah. I think going and seeing a doctor is a pretty smart idea, honestly, just cause you're going to get some input. You're going to get a second opinion. They're going to understand your history, your indications, what you're trying to do. Um, and you can find an ozone doctor in every city. I mean, just search ozone therapy near me on Google and it'll pull up some lists. Some of them will be like spas and stuff that you're not looking for, or they use it for back injections. So you have to find one that's like up the alley of what you're looking for. So like an MD, a DO private integrative clinic, but yeah, I think that's a better option. It might be a little bit more expensive than just getting started with the stuff. But I think if you're sick, I would definitely recommend that. Um, you can do too much with ozone therapy. So you can get what's called a Herxheimer reaction. So that's when your immune system has been suppressed, but you have a high viral load or infectious load. And then you kick on the immune system and it starts killing off all the bacteria and virus. And that releases a bunch of endotoxins. And it's basically like having the flu and it can last mm -hmm. like a week. So it's not fun. So if, if you have like dysbiosis, if you have a high infection, uh, infectious load, um, some of those things, I think, especially go see a doctor. If you're just healthy and you're an athlete, uh, I, you know, personally, I'd feel comfortable with just getting the kit and trying it at home. But I always want to preface that a doctor visit is probably a good, good option. So 
So they can go to Dr. Zozone, they can download a guide, they can get lots of helpful guidance there. Um, it will give some references on equipment and that kind of stuff once they download the guide. But um, I I am going to investigate this further on my own. There's this company, Simply O3, which I have been, uh, it's been recommended to me. And I just went to Dave Asprey's biohacking conference and listened to an amazing interview on that. And it, for me, it's like, it's, you need that privacy. Like I would prefer to have that privacy to do it myself, than go somewhere else. But I completely understand if you're brand new to this, just wanting to go, you know, to an office for the people that know about ozone therapy. Um, there are some skeptics in those ranks. Um, what would you say to them who say, you know, ozone is dangerous, you know, it's not safe. You know, you can't regulate this. What, what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, those are some of my preferred conversations because it usually comes down to a lack of information and there's like generalizations coming from other industries. So if we're talking about pollutant or we're talking about the oxidative value of ozone, there's really not a, I haven't come across somebody who's a huge skeptic that is very, very highly educated in the topic. Most of the time it's um, the knowledge of like ozone as an oxidant or a pollutant, and then just kind of grossly applied to the whole thing. And then usually that's because of a paradigm thing. Like it, it makes life more simple if you identify into groups of things. So for conventional medicine, if I just identify as somebody who believes in conventional medicine, uh, the reason we do that is because it makes everything easier. Like it's, it's less time spent on contemplating all the things you can possibly think about. Um, but one of the Problems with that is that you oversimplify things and you don't dig into them and you make generalizations based on information you have. That's not the full picture. So like, for instance, there's like a chemist guy on, on YouTube that talks about ozone therapy and has some debunking videos. But what he does is a straw man argument. He grabs like, like I told you, there's a lot of people that put misinformation out there. I think it's either there's money involved or they're excited or I don't know what it is, but they'll say like ozone therapy cures Ebola or (laughs) things like that, like that, that are kind of like, you don't know that. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's no, there's no research on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he takes some of those extreme examples or like ozone kills all the bacteria and virus in the blood. No, it doesn't. It it modulates the immune system. It goes in, it's gone right away. Only takes a couple of milliseconds for the ozone to be used up and it's turned into other values and properties that are beneficial to the body. So it's things like that, that I think that contribute to that. And, or even like I did a big research on the safety of ozone therapy, like two years ago, which is when I started to do more like videos or articles and writing and that kind of thing. And, and I think it's important, especially because I'm so closely invested to this, to look for truth. So truth doesn't distinguish between your biases and what you think is right or wrong. It's really like, I just want to get to the bottom of this and understand this topic. So I'm going to look at both sides and make it a, you know, bring it all together, take a look at everything, a deep dive into anybody that says ozone therapy is not safe and people who say it is safe. So I did that and I, I don't know, probably spent 100 or 150 hours just kind of researching and going through and reading on this stuff. And, I, you know, that's already on the tails of, years of like reading and researching as well. So I just just taken a, a deeper dive and deeper look. And what I found was that like it was a lot of unsubstantiated things that's primarily due to these presuppositions that are not true or these stigmas um, or they're just kind of in that paradigm and they just accept mm-hmm. on that. So there's actually a ton of evidence on the safety of ozone therapy. Um, there was one, oh man, and the problem with reading. It's been a while since I've done some of this reading, but 
uh, I can't remember if it was 83,000 or 183,000 treatments were assessed or some, something up that alley, something pretty high. And it ended up having a higher safety record than aspirin. So wow. um, adverse side event, uh, adverse events were were very, very rare. I've talked with an FDA agent and we look through ozone therapy. There have been three complaints in the last 20 years to the FDA for ozone therapy. Uh, looking into them deeper, it's usually a misuse by the doctor. Be that they weren't using a pure grade of oxygen, or there 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 was something too much heparin, uh, it, you know, different things can change that. But uh, even according to him, he was really surprised by that because this has millions of treatments done every year. Um, so for there to only be three complaints over twenty years, and I know that's not great, but everything does have risks. There's anytime you're doing an intervention, there something can go wrong, and it's very rare in this scenario, but you know it is a possibility. So anyway, it seems to be extremely extremely safe. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about, you know, the the people who need it as more like a curative effect, you know, people with ear infections and mold and Lyme disease and things like that. But also, I kind of want to talk more about the preventative nature of it, because so many women, especially, you know, I've, I've read that women are afflicted by autoimmune disease more so than men. It's kind of just yep. it, the way it is. So women in particular, I think, would find this very interesting and very useful um, so can we talk about how it does help prevent, you know, I know you said it modulates the immune system, but like, is this something that a woman would have to do every day, once a week? What do you What do you think? Well, let's first talk about like, cause I know as a mother, like I have four kids too. So I, I totally relate to this. My, my wife is, you know, the reason I can do this work and she, she takes care of the kids just so, so well, but, um, like you don't have to use a lot of antibiotics that you typically would ear infections. It knocks out super easy, like, it, and there's no negative side effects. So um, anything topical like skin infections or wounds or things like that, you can just use those on therapy. No need for antibiotics. It's all natural. It turns back into oxygen, very safe. Um, I even had a, I grew up with cats. I, I grew up in the country and um, last year I picked up this neighbor cat that was kind of harassing my, my toddler. So I was going to pick him up and bring him back to his house and um, he actually bit me and I was like, oh, it's just a cat bite. But when they bite really deep, they can put infections really deep into your tissue. And, uh, you know, going online and kind of researching, I researched um, the potential, it, it, all the potentials. And so if it goes bad, it can be bad, like losing an arm or life risking, that kind of stuff, because the infection can travel up and it's actually a pretty serious infection. So anyway, I initially I didn't know that it's just like just another cat bite. But then my arm like you know, I was on the wrist, like swelled up to here pretty much. It was just all swollen. I was like, well, if this gets to my heart, what happens? But anyway, I, I did due diligence. I did go get some antibiotics just in case I didn't end up taking them though, because I did uh, ozone and UBI intravenously. Um, I did bagging over the area. Um, I did some little injections in around the area um, and it remediated itself pretty quickly. So that being said, um, Broad spectrum antibiotics can be really harmful on your gut. Can do a lot of damage. Uh, so if if I don't have to use those, I won't. And I can replace a lot of the stuff I would need with ozone therapy. So I think that that's that's something to be said. Yeah, just for the woman specifically listening to this. I mean, I can think. I think the number one infection for women is like UTIs, yeast infections, things like that. It sounds like ozone would be a great remedy for that without antibiotics. Yeah, absolutely. You can get ozonated suppositories for like yeast infections and that's an ozonated oil. It's no longer ozone. It's turned into ozonides and some peroxides and some other things. Um, and that has some pretty potent antiseptic properties. So it's, and it's uh, much, much more natural than a 
antibiotic. Well, uh, technically maybe not because antibiotics exist in nature, but you know what I mean? It's, it's going to have a less harmful effect on the body. Um, as far as like UTIs, we've had women who just do like the, we call it RI. So I don't have to say rectal insufflation every time. (laughs) Like I don't want to hear that word. It's gross. So RI, um, it can help with chronic. We had a girl that worked here for a while and you know, it's a medical place. So we're okay with TMI, but she was just like, I have chronic uh, UTIs and that kind of stuff and started doing the ozone and initially was getting rid of the UTIs as they popped up. But as she kept doing it, it actually, she didn't have them anymore. Um, so things like that can be really effective for. Yeah. Yeah. And again, something that's not going to just bomb your entire gut biome and, and, you know, knock you off kilter in so many other ways, I think is something that we we're all looking for. And, you know, the more, the more conversations we have like this, the more people who are asking questions and doing the reading and doing their due diligence, like it's waking all of us up. I think, you know, the allopathic route of medicine serves its purpose, but at the same time, like, I think we're all craving for something deeper, you know, something more bio-individual. Yeah. I mean, the allopathic, it's a beast, right? It's just this huge system and it's super bureaucratic, very slow to change, uh, very sloppy science. If you read this book called rigor mortis, uh, it was this NPR journalist who was like, I just want to look for truth. And he found like, it was something ridiculous. Again, I'm, I bet I'm bad with remembering the numbers, but it's something like 60% of the studies could not be replicated. And that's within, and the problem with that is then people assume the study is correct and it wasn't. And then they do like $500 million of research based on the results of that. So very, very messy, sloppy system. And so you do have to take your health into your own hands. You have to research, you have to see what's out there. Uh, I think just trusting people in the white coat is uh, a fool's errand. <laughs> it's just, it's going to get you in trouble. Uh, and that's why a lot of the people in alternative or natural medicine and clinics have on average gone through like 10 or 13 clinics if they have a chronic disease, you know, or 10 or 13 doctors prior to that. Mm-hmm. So they just get passed around and they're playing hot potato and not solving anything. Yeah. And I think people who, uh, you know, are hesitant to look into more naturopathic options, there is is a money issue. You know, it's not covered under my insurance. I can't keep going to all these places and getting all these tests. But it's almost like once you get to the root cause, once you find a solution, that all, you know, you actually do get your health back. So you're not spending your weeks and months in doctor's offices trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention the company you mentioned, if you contact them and you truly cannot afford buying the equipment, and I mean, truly not, they'll just donate it to you. So anybody wow. out there interested. That's amazing. Do you have any other resources for our listeners to go to, to, to find out more about ozone therapy? Yeah, there's the doctorsozone.com, which is drsozone.com. So the doctors is abbreviated, but it's drsozone.com. Um, if you go on there, there's uh, links to a guide that you can download. That's going to give you a ton of information about ozone therapy, uh, how it works, what it does, uh, a lot more in depth than what I did here. So, well, you did a great job. Now, to uh, round us out, though, with everything that you have studied and learned, and that you intuitively now know, what's something that you want the listener to remember from this talk? I, I don't know. I kind of believe in if you have a chronic disease look into ozone therapy as an adjunctive. So it's not probably going to remediate your chronic disease uh, by itself. So what I mean by that is ozone therapy is great. It's not going to cure what you have, but it can really help with some of the the issues, the underlying issues going on. And if you do that in combination with your lifestyle adjustments and some of the other therapies, you can really, there's a lot of tough things that you can get rid of. 
I love it. I love it. Micah, thank you so much for your time and your expertise and, and saying uh, rectal ablation so many times. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy to. I mean, I'm always invited on to talk about that. I need to find, I'm thinking about getting into cold plunges or something and building equipment for that because I, 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 there's only so many times I can say rectal insufflation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful, honestly, because this is just such a, a cutting edge, even though it's been out for a while, a cutting edge treatment that I think so many people are just completely oblivious to until right now. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the work that you're doing. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for spreading the information. You have been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast.